sorry. But in case I don't hear it, the man my normal time of four o'clock, let the phone bell ring. And the phone nine one ma phone enyanemi. Hallelujah. Amen. But God is good. Yes, we ready. Oh yeah. He always wakes me up before the timing of the four. And I forget that I've set the alarm at four. So whilst I'm praying, the alarm will be will go on and then I'll have to go and turn it off. Amen. Amen. But one day, yes, that could be. the alarm blew, everything blew. I didn't hear anything. The Holy Spirit didn't wake me up. The angels didn't wake me up. When I woke up in the morning, I opened my eyes. I looked at the time. It was about 6.30. I said, wow. I think God needed, God saw that I needed rest. Amen. Amen. Yesterday, I, 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 I started sharing with you about the natural and the supernatural. Isaiah 818. When you believe in the supernatural, you will understand and you will fear God. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me are for signs and for wonders in Israel from the Lord of hosts which dwelleth in Mount Zion. And 1 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14. But the natural man received not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, I ended with Samuel in the house of God. When he heard the voice of God. And how he was called. So I want to continue today. On how different people were called. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm sharing with you from our father's book. Many are called. And I believe that you need to get a copy. I mean, it's very simple. Try and get a whole collection of the 60 books. It's going for only 400 Ghana cities. It's because of you, the price is given to you. It's a gift. So come for it. And have a collection of 60 books. God has many ways by which he calls his servants. Haven't you come here because of the leaders conference? Haven't you come here because of your loyalty? And because you are here, you need to understand further. 
that it is because you are called. It is because you are called. There are many of us who heard this program. Or who heard about this conference. But for some reason or the other, you are here. It's a sign. And a wonder that you are the people that God has called. So I know that God has something to tell you. Unfortunately, you cannot program God into a particular mood. He simply does not fit into any of the patterns that we would like him to fall into. God is not a computer to program him the way you want. Or you press some alphabets on the computer when you press the S the computer will save it. Every time you press the control C the computer copies something. Every time you press the control V, the computer pastes what has been copied. Did you know this? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. The computer never varies its response to the same command. This is a computer. But that is not God. God will, will not call people in the same way every time. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16. The, the first one that we can learn from is the divine call of Paul through quite conviction. Hallelujah. Amen. In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 16, for though I preach the gospel, I have nothing to glory of. I have nothing to glory of, for necessity is laid upon me. Yeah, woe is unto me if I preach not the gospel. This conviction is very powerful. He is never at peace. You can really understand the life of Paul. He will go to the authorities and take letters. And, and move to go and persecute those who were coming up with some new doctrine or new religion that he did not understand. But he was a religious person. He kept the law. He knew the law. Any other religion, he will fight it. So Paul was not an evil man. Paul was a religious man who kept the law. And so the law of Moses, if you bring any other religion besides what he knows from Moses, he has to persecute you. He has to come for you. He has to put you in prison. And whatever has to be done to you will be done. This is Paul. He was convicted. She said, no, what I know and I believe in, I will fight for the cause. 
Today, most of us, we have the conviction, all right, but we are not fighting well for the cause of Jesus Christ. And so that is why in all his execution and all his troubles to the Christians who were following Christ, he was going more and more, going to persecute more Christians that you are trying to change what we know from God. But he didn't know that it was God himself who have come onto the earth and come to fulfill the laws. Hallelujah. Amen. So he had to be Jesus Christ in a bright light. And here was Paul. His eyes was closed for three days. And Ananias go and pray for him and his eyes opened. He goes to fellowship a little bit with the disciples and now he continues the work of God. And now his new conviction was to preach the gospel. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I find this pattern to be a pattern that I've experienced before. I'm somebody who was also religious. I, 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 was, I, I was in a particular church that I will never often go to church, but I'll go to church on occasions. I feared God. If it is Christmas time, I'll go to church. If it is Easter time, I'll go to church. When it is a period of station of the cross where you pray on the cross of Jesus Christ, the 40 stations of the cross, you'll find me there going around all the, the stands of the cross, but I didn't know what I was doing. I felt that that would make me more religious. But I wasn't born again. But I wasn't born again. Thank God, if I had died, I wouldn't have gone to heaven. Until one day, I didn't find the joy that I was experiencing. I was blessed with a good job. I was blessed with a car that I was changing every two years. Brand new car. But I realized that there was still no joy. There was some vacuum in my life. I didn't know what it was. And sometimes issues come up and then I come from work a little bit worried. Then my wife will be smiling. And he'll be singing. Then I said, Don't you care? Don't you see my situation? Why are you happy and why are you relaxing and why are you singing, praising God? And if God is there, will He let me be in such a situation with all that I have? Then she told me that I found a new place where I worship and I've received some joy. And my, my, my spirit and my soul is satisfied. She was also searching for a church that could satisfy her with the word of God. And by the grace of God, it was lighthouse. It was lighthouse. And she joined the church early part of uh, February when the church began in Kumasi. I 
I saw the joy in her face and her oh, movement. Oh God, that one day I decided to go and investigate the church. When I came to the church, I saw the man of God. He was quoting scriptures after scriptures. Reading line by line. Full stop, comma. Prophet Prophet I said, Oh, but this man, he is an old boy from a fast film. So a fast film, we have something called Chubaba. So okay. this one there it is Chubaba. <laughs> I didn't know anything about the spirit of God. That it is a gift that God can give somebody who can be fluent in the scriptures and read the scriptures without looking into the Bible. It was my first such a thing. Now it was, was my first time of seeing such a thing. But I got, I was not worried about it. But uh, no. I felt that it was true, Baba. I didn't go back to the church again. But I heard that the founder of the church, our father, Bishop Dakiwad Mills, was coming to have a convention. Not far from here, just behind here, in the hospital here, in the uh, nursing uh, hall, where the church was meeting. So I said, okay, let me go and find out who is the founder and what is he coming to preach in this convention. So I went to the church, I sneaked in and sat at the back. When our father preached, I said, I have never heard anything like this before. My heart was beaten. As soon as he made the altar call, I was the first to run to the front to give my life to Christ. But surprisingly, it didn't end there. Instead of me continuing, and I felt the conviction that God was calling me, I was disobedient. Because some of us, we have the conviction alright. And some of you, I don't know, but maybe you will not have any encounter with God. But with me, with my stubbornness, I was refusing to follow God. I, I, I was battling to go back into my old ways. I was struggling to serve God. A certain type of fear that I needed, I didn't have. I was then worried. I said, what is happening to me? I will feel like going to church. But I will say, I won't go. And I will go back to my business. And work for Pharaoh. Hey. Hey. I don't know who it is. I tell you, if God is convicting you and calling you, so, you must you obey me. the call. Everyone, it might say not happen to you the way it happened to me. My stubbornness, I went through a first accident. In that accident, God spared me my life. Then I felt that there was something wrong. God was calling me that stop. Come and do my work. Come and serve me. Follow the church. Follow the pastor. I had a clear dream. And I said I wouldn't listen. In this dream, I told God, 
it is true that I must go to this church. Show me a sign. As for me and my children, there are some kinds of children. They, they, they are working signs and wonders. Show me a sign. I asked God to show me a sign. And one day I had a dream. In the dream, I saw our father bishop coming out of a high mountain. Came to stand on top of a mountain. Then I saw myself down at the bottom of the mountain. And he was in, he's gone. And then he was white with a staff. And he shouted my name. Nasib. Nasib. I say, Bishop. He was, hey, Bishop. And he said, come. So I started climbing up. But I stopped and I said, what am I coming to do up there? That place is too righteous and too holy. You are with God. This is the mountain of God. Please. I'm not ready to come there. He said, come. And as I was coming, he said, stop there. I go to the half of the mountain. And he said, look over there. See. I looked there, I saw a church with people in it. He said, go there and preach. I said, me. Since when did I become a pastor? Since when did I become a pastor? No, 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 no. I don't know how to preach. I don't know what to go and preach. Then I heard a voice, listen to him. When I heard, listen to him, then I said, Bishop, what, what next? What, I, I don't know how to preach. I'm listening to you, but I don't know how to preach. Then he said, look around you. When I looked around, books. 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 I said, wow. Books. At that time, he had not written plenty books like this. But I saw all these plenty books all over around me. And he said, any of these books, pick one and it will work for you. You can preach from any of the books. And I said, Thank you for guiding me. And I picked the book and I started running to the church. As soon as I entered the church, I woke up from the dream. I said, What a call! What a divine call! Hey! hey. What about you? Now, where? So I am very convinced that I'm called to do the work of God. But it didn't end there. I was stubborn. Very stubborn. Even in going to start to do the work of God, you have to start from somewhere. You have to join the shepherds. You have to go for training. You have to be taught how to do evangelism. You have to be taught how to do Outreaches. So I had to involve myself in the things of the house of God. And this was why my problem was. I didn't feel that I want to sit in the church after church service. So I was stubborn again. Even when I've seen the call and direction. And I was still going to work. And one day. One day. That could be. I was having a meeting with my managers. About 50 managers. That we start meeting from 5 to 6. And, and, and by 6.37 meeting is done and everybody is dispersed to your various departments and your offices and the forest, the bush, the bush every area. I was in charge of the forest operations and then the transport department. I was 
forest and I was a director of operations. There's no problem that will come that I will not be there to solve. I was happy having, having a, a, a meeting. I don't know what happened. The only thing that I saw, I was traveling very far into the sky, outer space, traveling very fast, very fast, moving very fast. I said, it looked real to me. Then all of a sudden, I saw a bright light. A very bright light came up from the heavens. Then all of a sudden, I got stuck. I couldn't move again. I could see the whole universe around me. And I was stuck. And I heard a voice. My son, you will not die until you declare the works of God. I said, oh, Jesus, it is you. This is the bright light that Paul saw. And he was speaking to me. And he quoted John 10 27. And he was speaking from John 10 27 and 28. These were the two verses. That he was speaking. And as Jesus, I could hear the voice of Jesus speaking. He said that my sheep hear my voice. And I know them. And they follow me. 28. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. These two verses. As he ended the second verse. Then I said. Jesus. I want to come there. Let me come there. He said pray. Jesus said, pray. And I said, no. I want to come there. It is you, Jesus. You are the one speaking. And I, I quoted in the dream, I quoted the verse that this is so you are reading from John chapter 10. So the Bible is real. It is the voice of God. So you are reading from the book of John chapter 10, 27 and 28. Then I said, I want to come to you. Then he shouted the third time. I said, Pray. And the whole universe started turning upside down. Shaking thunder lightning. All of a sudden, that fear came into me and I started praying. That tongues that I pray. I've never prayed that tongues ever since. The tongues that I pray is a different tongues from what I can hear the echo of the sound of the tongues of the incident but I'm not able to pray that tongues again. A very loudly powerful tongues that I was praying. And as I was praying the tongues, my eyes opened. Here I was in the boot of a car. And the people there said, the man is awake. No, no, he's not dead. He's alive. Look at this man. Now I think something has happened to his mind. He's got a high fever. So I could hear them very far away. very small voice they were speaking. And I was still praying in tongues. And my eyes opened. And they are just reached under the story building 
at the G. When you pass under the story building, the, the uh, mortuary is just there. I said, if I hadn't opened my eyes, they would put me in the mortuary. Hey! Hey! What is this? So what has happened to me? Was I dead? What is going on? I was confused. I couldn't talk again. So they turned around from there. I could see now everything that was happening that I was on earth. I started wondering that the outer space, all those things I was imagining. I couldn't speak again. They turned around. Took me to the accident and emergency. They started calling doctors here and there. They came for my blood and all that. I was looking at them. No, they said that they don't know. They will ask me something. I look at them. I don't talk. I don't say anything. Listen, I was now settling down from the space. And I couldn't hear people talking to me closely what they say. So they said that no, the man is beating the word. According to what they told me later that I was now, um, I mean, my body was responding. I'm okay. I'm alive. And so they took me to D4. I don't know the doctors what D4 word means here. D4, D4, dead word. They took me to D4. And I was lying down. And from that time, they put me there. Everybody left. And I was, because I wasn't, I, I wouldn't talk to anybody. The human beings that were lying in the hospital, they D4. They brought a pan. A truck. They will pull it. When it's coming, I could hear that sound. I was wondering what was coming for the first time. Then when it came, there's somebody wow, the nurse is a point. Hey, they take it and they go and take a dead body. Somebody is dead. And they say, another one is here. They go and take another one. They bring some patients there. People are dying. Every five, ten minutes, people and were dying. I never saw people die that day. As many as what I saw on that day. My first day, bodies were taken all around me. In the night, they were taking bodies. I, would, I couldn't sleep. My eyes was on. For three days, I wasn't talking in the hospital. They took the dead bodies. One after the other. On the third day, I was still lying on the bed. I couldn't sleep. People come and stand by me. They pray. They do whatever. They go. I couldn't remember anybody. I can't remember who comes and goes. My wife was there every time, but I couldn't remember that my wife was with me in the hospital. My pastor came to me. I couldn't remember that he was there in the hospital. But on the third day, as soon as I was lying down on the third day, I remember on the third day I was lying down, I saw the heaven open again. And an angel came from heaven and came to Chapi and said, look, do you know what you're experiencing? I said, what am I experiencing? And he said, you're experiencing what Paul experienced. That when he was blind for three days, he was prayed for and then his eyes opened and he started doing the work of God. And I said, ah, so if that is it, so what is it? They said, okay, it's the same thing you're experiencing like Jonah. When he went into the whale's belly and he was there for three days praying unto God. And when he was vomited out, he went to preach the gospel. And I said, oh, so that's what is happening to me like Paul and like Jonah. 
I wanted to talk to the guy again. The man standing by me. I couldn't find him. Now, I said, where is the man standing by me? That was when I started talking. I feel a person and I said, there was somebody you. standing here. Who is that person? And I realized that I was seeing an angel. Not quite long. Prophet came. My wife came. And the, the and morning to come and give me breakfast or something. And I said, ah, so you've been bringing breakfast here every time and I didn't know. And they prayed for me. And I said, prophet, I know what's wrong with me. Let's call the doctors. Please discharge me, I'm well. I got that. I started moving around. That I'm going to preach the gospel. May your life please the Lord. From that day, I went for the Bible. The Bible was my friend. I started reading the book from Genesis. The Spirit of God came upon me. I read the book from Genesis to Revelation. When I closed it, I've never been able to start reading the Bible from Genesis to Revelation again. That was how I started serving God. And the Lord gave me my final dream that followed Bishop Dark. But you are in the pattern of Prophet Kakrabedi. After this confirmation, I didn't want to go to work again. I said I have resigned. I won't step at the office again. They said I was mad. They said something was wrong with me. How can I say I've just stopped work like that? Hey! Very serious issue. My bosses and everybody came to the house. I said, I'm not coming. It's me. I won't work again. I'm going to work for God. I will serve God. I resigned before they themselves decided that this man is serious, so we have accepted his resignation. What is the divine call upon your life? This is my testimony. Everybody has a testimony. You will have yours. But I pray that you are not stubborn to go through some of these things. It's not a pleasant thing to go through a very hard way of calling you to just avail yourself to do the work of God. The call of God is real. Respond to the call of God now. If you have not had any spectacular encounter with God, believe in God with a conviction and serve God. If people have given you examples, why do you want to experience another example? Hallelujah. Amen. Number two, the divine call of Abraham through the word of the Lord. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 12, verse 1 to 4, now the Lord had said unto Abraham, get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee and I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing na arani na arani abraham say wo de free wasase ene wabusuamu ene waje fie kwasase a mechre wo no so na meye wo man kese na mechre wo na mama udin aye kese na waye isra and i'll bless them that bless thee na mechre wo na wo isra wo and curse that cursed thee na wo no odumi wo no madumi wo and indeed shall all families of the earth be blessed na umu no be shras aseso amusue so abraham departed the abraham ekoi as the lord had spoken unto him said the lord kasa chira no no and lot went with him na lot no ne koi and abraham was 
75 years old when he departed out of Haran. So God can call you in your old age. God can call you in your early ages. God can call you at any particular time. So I don't know why he was not picked up when he was a baby. But he was 75 years old. How old are you now? What did you say? God is calling you. It doesn't matter the age that you are in. And in fear what day. So far as the conviction is there, you can share the word of God with the neighbor. You can win a soul for the Lord. You can do something for God. Help us do the work of God. Amen. Amen. The next one is the divine call of Jacob through a dream. That's the point number three. How different people were called. Different people were called. This is Jacob. And behold, the Lord stood above it. And said, I am the Lord. God of Abraham. Thy father. And the God of Isaac. Isaac. And the land. Whereon thou liest. To thee will I give it. And to thy seed. And thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth. And thou shalt spread abroad to the west. And to the east. And to the north. And to the south. And in thee. And in thy seed. Shall all the families of the earth be blessed? And behold, I am with thee and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken to thee of. And Jacob. I waked out of his sleep. Oh, sorry, and he said, Surely the Lord is in this place. Oh, uh-huh. And I knew it. Not. Many of us we don't know. We cannot feel the presence of God. Jacob was like that. He did not know that God was with him all the time. All that was happening. Going for the birthright, winning. The birthright from the brother, the mother coming to step in. That look, don't worry, you take it. The curse be upon me. Your brother wants to kill you, so run away now. You see, circumstances, it looks very quiet. But God was with him. Till he slept. And when he woke up, and he saw the angels ascending and descending, I didn't know. That God was with me. Let me tell you, God is always with you. God is with you. But sometimes, because a certain divine action has not been taken against your life or revealed to you in your life, you might think that God is not with you. So some people are called. I am not called. God has called all of us. Everybody here is called. This is the time and the opportunity for you to rise up when he, a bread, to become a leader and become faithful to God. Hello? Hello? Are you here? Oh, 
some of us, what is the aim of doing the work of God? Don't have the wrong aim to do the work of God. This is Jacob. God said, I am with you. And I will bless you. Anyone who does the work of God will be blessed. Everyone who does the work of God will be blessed. I see the blessings of God chasing you. Because God has promised that he said that blessed shall thou be when you go out and blessed shall thou be when you come in. You are not poor. You are blessed. God will bless you going out and coming. But you don't believe. That's why you are experiencing the poverty. Believe it in your heart. Your situation will change. Have faith in God. And know that you are working and you are a worker for God. Amen. Amen. Are you here? The divine call of Moses through an unusual and unnatural occurrence that drew his attention. Wow. That's point number four. A different, how different people were called. And this is Moses. Moses, Exodus chapter 3, verse 1 to 6. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight. Why the bush, why the bush is not bent? And when the Lord when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. Hello. Hi. Didn't we hear of Samuel? That Jesus, Samuel, God called him Samuel the first time, Samuel the second time, Samuel the third time. Moses also experienced it. And he said, Draw not near. Hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereunto thou standest is holy ground. Moreover, he said, I am the Lord God of thy father, and of the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. And, the, and Moses hid his face, for he was afraid to look unto God. And you know, 
I find something very interesting here with the story of Moses. So Moses, God brought him into this world. Protected him when he was a baby. The mother kept him for three months in the house where he was supposed to be killed. The midwives were supposed to execute all the boy children, male children. But when Moses was drawn from the water and and was put in the house of Pharaoh and was in the palace and they were training him, raising him up to be 40 years, the man didn't know that he was called of God. So until he killed somebody and found out that he was an, an Israelite and he felt that now I want to lead and leading without power and no wisdom. He believed in the strength and the fighting, I mean, regular, I mean, army way of fighting, using force, you know, battle, sword to sword, you know, keeping, I mean, I don't know how, but this was how Moses was brought up. So all along, he didn't know that God had called him. He didn't know that God was with him. He was not aware of himself. Till the time that he had to run away, and now went to work for Jethro, the father-in-law. And now God calls him. So is it possible that you are called long ago but you are not aware but today you are now understanding that God is calling you. As you are moving around, going around, looking for a job here, working here, going to school, doing whatever you have to do. It's like God has called you from childhood though. Moses was not aware until he saw the burning bush. Before he knew that God has been monitoring him, moving around with him all these years. Look, all these years God has been watching over your life. All these years angels are watching over you. You are supposed to work for God. Your duty is to do the work of God. Your duty is to rise up and be a leader. Moses thought that his leadership was in the house of Pharaoh. But when he left, he said that that is the end of it. I've left it. I'm no more going to do anything again for Pharaoh and then I'm going to think of myself. He he isolated himself from the world and left the people to rot in slavery. He knew that he, he fought there. He wanted to save them. But later, the steam went out because his physical energy could not help the people. When you look at yourself this way, how can you help the people who are perishing? How can you go and save the people who are perishing? No when Jesus Christ came, he said that, look, you need the power of the Holy Ghost. If a certain fire doesn't come on you, you will never be able to witness. And you will think that you are not called. He says that, look, disciples, you can go and easily go and fish again. Go and wait in the upper room. Pray and receive the power of the Holy Ghost. Then you can launch out to work. So if you are here and you are not praying the Holy Ghost yet, no power on you yet, 
Honestly, you will never know that you are called. And you will never feel or you will never be excited to do anything for God. Whatever we are doing in the church will never interest you. But when you meet the fire, that fire of clothing talks of fire that Moses saw, was the fire of the Holy Ghost. That was working something in Moses. Hallelujah. Amen. So you are here and you, you think that you are not called. And I want to have, tell you, as God, God has called, called you to be a leader. Our, our Moses' life changed. Immediately, God spoke to him. He received a fire to go and bring out these people. It, it involves a lot of work. It involves a lot of controls. At the point, this man was wearing out and God, Jethro has to tell him that, look, you need to put the people in groups and let them also rule themselves. Get helpers to help you. Gather some of the people, 70 of them, let me put your spirit that is upon you, let me put some on the people to bear this burden with you. Meanwhile, there were some people there who had to work with Moses, but they didn't know. So some of you, you are here, you don't know yourself that you are supposed to help your pastors to work. But today you know that God has called you. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. The divine call of Aaron through Moses. And the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. And he said, It's not Aaron and Levi's thy brother. I know that he can speak well. And also, behold, he cometh forth to meet thee. And when he seeth thee, he will be glad. Listen, a lot of people, when they see you ministering, until you go and talk to them, they will never be glad to follow you. People are waiting to follow you. People are waiting to follow you. If you don't avail yourself and you don't launch out, this was the first soul winner for Moses. He said that as soon as he met his first soul, something moved. God had prepared Aaron already to follow the man of God. God has prepared people to follow you. All that you need to do is to avail yourself to do the work of God. And move out to meet some people to minister to. To witness to. And you find them following you. Hallelujah. Amen. The people are there. They are waiting for you. God has prepared people. You are the one they must follow. They will follow certain people. But they will follow you. So understand that your people are waiting for you. Hello? So until you rise up to be a leader. 
and rise up to be loyal and faithful. You will never know that you are called. Start making a move. Start doing something for God. You will see all the people God will give you. Hallelujah. Amen. Clap for Jesus. And thou shalt speak unto him. And put words in his mouth. And I'll be with thy mouth. And with his mouth. And will teach you. What ye shall do. So God. He started teaching Moses before the Holy Ghost came. He said that look. I will teach you. This is Moses time. But Jesus said, I'm the way. The truth and the life. He said, when I go, the Holy Ghost, the Comforter will also come and teach you. So, I mean, it's just a confirmation that when you are doing the work of God, so God will teach you. you. God is teaching us. He has given us men to hear from. Your Moses are some of the books here. Somebody, your, your, your Moses is our father here, his books. Now when you read his books, you will know that you are called to do the work of God. Get these books. What the book is telling us, what the book will be telling you, you will know that you are called. You just need somebody's voice. Aaron just needed to hear the voice of Moses. And the anointing that God has placed on his life to do the work of God will just be activated. God is waiting. He has prepared people waiting for your voice. I said God has prepared people. A lot of people have preached to them. A lot of people have ministered to them. But they are not following. But when you go and minister to them, they will follow you. They will follow you. You will be their Moses. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And he shall be thy spokesman unto the people. Wow, what a blessing. Now, the next person that we see is the divine call of Joseph through his childhood dreams. Joseph, Genesis 37, verse 5 to 10, and Joseph dreamed a dream. Look, I don't know why some of you, you don't take your dream serious. It was just a dream that Joseph had. He could have brushed it away. But the good he had seen, I'm sure he had had some other dreams that maybe the Bible did not record. Maybe he's had a dream that his, his, his brothers were uh, chasing some, one of the cows selling it to some outsider, taking the money, pocket the money, and he's always seeing some things, reporting to the father, and, and his father. Jacob loved him because he sent all the reports, the evil reports of the brethren to him. And so he was loved and he was made, uh, he was a, a cloth of many colors was sold for him. So we know the story of Joseph. But for one particular dream that maybe it is recorded, he believed in it so much. Believe in the dream that is good. A dream that is, is exalting. 
Daya a shen plan. A dream that is is a future grace. Daya ye dachi adumbi. Ah, he saw the dream. He said that look, I've had this dream. Oh, no, say, Daya we ni maso. My brothers and my mother, my brothers and all these, they are bowing to me. Omi musi mi nuyano mi ni mawo funko. The next one, other the father and the mother, mother, the father repeated, said, what are you trying to tell us? Enjoy kwa we na jase Daya be na maso ye. Listen, there are some dreams. From that day, he didn't say the dream again. But it looks as if he, he, he was he was all the time reflecting over the dream. So in every situation that Joseph will go, whether they put him in the pit, whether he was sold into slavery, he believed that God was with him. There are some dreams that are tangible enough, they are evident enough that God is with you. But you don't regard those dreams. You don't care about those dreams. They are dreams that can remind you that you are called. I had this dream. I told you about. And then Bush was speaking to me. He says, look around you. Books. So now as I am doing the ministry, I reflect over that dream that I don't have a message of my own. But if I take one of Bush's books, I'm a hero in preaching. I am preaching to you because of one of the books. It was a dream. It was a dream. It was a dream. I don't have a message of my own. I have not, I have not joined a, what do you call it? SU in the schools before. I have not joined any fellowship before. The first time that I heard our father bishop that preach, my prophet preached that I gave my life to God. I became born again. I don't know of any other than the dream that God gave me that I should read his books and preach with his books. That's all. I'm not a preacher. May you have a dream that you take it serious. That will convict you. That amidst every situation, that dream will keep you going. If you have not received any powerful dream yet, I ask God, the angels that are here now, give you a dream. Give you a dream that will channel your life to do the work of God with zeal, with a strong leadership ability and faithfulness in Jesus' name. Jesus is here. I feel the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. What is your dream? Hallelujah. Amen. If I want to start with dreams, I can tell you plenty dreams. Amen. Amen. Dreams. Dreams. Just recently, I'll tell you the current one. Two current ones. I went to have a convention, convention somewhere in town. Around, out of town. When we arrived there, we had a convention, alright? God, God delivered a lot of people. I went to sleep. I was sleeping in my hotel room. Anytime I go to the hotel room, I pray in the room. I anoint the bed. I anoint the whole place before I put myself to sleep. And I was sleeping. Then all of a sudden, I heard a knock. At my door. Keep, 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 keep. I open my eyes. And I look at the time. 
12.20. We just left the convention place at 11.30. I just got here to take a quick shower and then just to rest for, to rise up early again and pray. But 12.30, who is that? Who is that? The pastor and the wife and the baby. I said, what's happening? But we just left the convention, the church. He said, something has happened to us. Something has attacked our child. I said, how? How is this possible? We left, everybody was sound, everybody was healthy. I said, it's not possible. I took the anointing oil that I have. I traveled with anointing oil. I prayed for the child. Then the symptoms that was showing on the child. As soon as I prayed for the child, the child was healed. The child was relieved from the problem. Everything changed. The child has become normal. And I said, praise God. We thank God for delivering us. So I said, what kind of, this? is it an attack? What is it? But thank God that God, you have answered our prayers. And they went. So I went back, locked my door, and put myself to sleep. As soon as I slept again, then all of a sudden, within that few minutes, by the time I finished praying with them, it was just around 1.10 that they left. I looked at the time when I was just going on to the bed. I was lying down, then all of a sudden, I saw a very huge man, very tall. He was so huge that he was, and he had to come, blow himself to come through the door, open my door, and the bedroom door, entered the room, and he was standing, but his, his head was bent, that the room was too small for him. Then I said, who are you? And he said, I'm your security angel. I said, hey. <laughs> I didn't know I have a security angel. So I said, oh. He had, he had a very beautiful long hair, white gray with golden colors, with white, white gone, with a certain breast army type of uniform. Very bright looking, strong, strong, I mean, like a, a, a giant. And he said that, I am your security engineer. I didn't know, so I wanted to say hello to him. And he said that, we had somebody come into your room. So I have come to check if you are okay. I said, oh. It was their pastor and their wife and their children. They are okay. Then he told me that the, 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 the demons, the gods of the land, are against your coming here. And that brought the attack on the pastors and, and, and the child. So as you have dealt with it, all the armies of the Lord, we are around you. Hallelujah. And so, enjoy your sleep. And we'll catch you I said, thank you that you have come to give me security. Enjoy your sleep. I said, thank you. So I was going to, I got up, you know, I was lying on the bed like this. And then I got up with my hands up in the air, one leg on the bed, to say, to say thank you. Then all of a sudden, he said, no, no, don't need to worry, take your rest. And he closed the door. Then I saw that I, I was standing on the bed. I said, wow! This is so real. And you see, what for the catcher is saying, Woba Hano, who one year to her share no above with Swabaha, and into no can, soften Banco Mopaso Mukunu, and into the singer Miabo Funya Yaba, Yabasa, who you come on, into a person what channels in the B, Manchano, or they may call and what two punimu, was ah, can we pass a channel no for him, Sabinoco? Hallelujah. Amen. It's amazing. Everyone was saying that sometimes 
some dreams can really encourage you. That when you are moving around, you are not alone. May you receive your security angel. I receive your security angel. In the name of Jesus. Amen. My security angel is standing here with me. And he's not the only one. But now, I see him releasing security angels. Receive yours in the name of Jesus. Receive mine. Receive yours in the name of Jesus. Receive mine. Hallelujah. Amen. It's my first time when he introduced himself. When the angel introduces, I'm your security angel. Ah, it's so interesting. So because I knew I had a security angel. Recently we went for a meeting. Just last week. And when we went for a meeting also in another town. When we arrived there, we had our first meeting. In the night when I went to sleep, I prayed. And I said, security angels, I know you are here. You are under control. Take up now. I'm also sleeping. You are on duty. So me too, I'm off. So I slept. When I slept, so strong macho men, about six of them, they entered the room. Why, why have you come here to have a meeting? Come on, cry from this our city here. I said, but why is it that when I go to every place, the people in the city, you demons, you always come against me here. So I said, my security angel, look. Look at what these people are saying. So, I was talking to my security angel. Look at what these people are So the security angel hasn't moved yet. And they were trying to ha- harass me. That they want me to pack and move from there in the room. And leave the town. So one of them went to pick my bag. In, in the dream, I was asleep. I was asleep. My bag that after the same color, the same everything. They, bag they, when as soon as one pick the bag, bag in the, pay, the bag turned into anointing oil. And, and, and all those demons just ran out of the room. And the angel said, I see, the presence of God is here that we, 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 we shall even take any action. May evil spirits that enter your room run away in Jesus' name. They picked my bag and it was an anointing oil. May the power of God wash you and protect you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Take your dream seriously. I love Joseph. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Wonderful. The seventh person we hear of is now the divine call of Joshua when Moses sent him. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out. Fight with the Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with the Amalek. And Moses and Aaron and her went up to the top of the hill. And it came to pass. When Moses held up, when Moses Moses held up his hand, that Israel prevailed. 
And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. Hey, hey. This is the divine call of Joshua. When Moses sent him. You can see a sign. I mean, Moses is the man of God. But how do we know that there's a call on some of these people there? How will you know that there's a call on somebody's life who has come to support you? When somebody is supporting you or aiding you or helping you, you must see that your ministry is being is progressing. He said that when Joshua and the people held his hand, they saw advancement. But as soon as the hand comes down, and they don't help him, there's no help. The other people prevailed. So you need some helpers. And the helpers, there are some signs. When these helpers are around you, you will see your ministry doing well. But there are some helpers. You will see them supporting you. But no advancement. Watch out for disloyalty. Watch out for disloyalty, people. It's a sign. When disloyalty people are around you, your ministry is not progressing. But when the correct people are around you, you see them. And you see your ministry. Watch out. For the people who are your helpers, who are circled around you, who are helping you. The divine call of Samuel, the eighth person, divine call of Samuel by staying in the church and being trained to recognize God's voice. Which sounds like a man's voice. This is exactly what we shared from yesterday. So we are already aware of his call. I, I ended on someone's call. Eli called him. So it's possible that Eli was in the house of God, but the presence of God was not with him again. To be in the house of God, that you are leading the church all right, but the presence of God is not with you. And God was just waiting for somebody to take over. Eli was still in the house of God, but we did not hear of any prophecies. We didn't hear God speaking through him. We don't hear of anything that Eli has done, said like Elijah, like uh, Elijah, like uh, Isaiah, Jeremiah. We didn't hear anything about Eli, the prophet. God's presence was not with him. God was not speaking to him again. He was just a figurehead of the church. Hey. Hey. And God had to raise Samuel. He was speaking in the church. Calling in the church. But Eli wouldn't hear. But when someone slept there, he heard the voice of God. May we all hear the voice of God. Always. Amen. Don't just be a figurehead in your church where you don't hear from God again. God will raise up somebody to take over from you. Hallelujah. Amen. 
have it in mind so that you prepare a next generation for the Lord. Amen. Amen. The divine call on Elisha by having a mantle thrown on him. First King 1919. So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him. And he with the twelfth, and the Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. So this is how Elijah was called into the ministry. Some of you you are called through administration. Some of you are called when an anointing oil is poured on you. Some of you are called when a jacket is put on you. Some, some of you are called when you, you, you receive a gift from a man of God. Anything that has been transferred to you to rekindle your spirit in you for you to know that you are called. So I believe that everybody is called. Elijah was plowing, he was working. But God had called him and he didn't know. But he needed something to activate the drawing of the I mean God's presence over his life. God needed something to draw him. He needs the servant of God to go and activate the grace that is upon his life. That he has been called. For him to be aware, it takes another man of God to usher you into ministry. Hey. Hey. Hello. Hello. So sometimes, through somebody's by the grace of God, I have read that somebody has read a man of God's book, and as he was reading, something entered him. And then you receive a ministry. Our father has also had an experience when he was listening to tapes. Listening to tapes. Something came out of the tape. And that is better. His ministry became different. So if you are here, you want to do ministry. Something is about to hit you. Some mantle is about to come upon you. That will turn your ministry around. And receive that grace in Jesus' name. Receive that mantle in Jesus' name. A man of God is around you. Where you need to activate that glory upon your life to do the work of God. It will come through a mantle from somewhere. Somebody is always like that. This is another way God called Elijah. So maybe yours is like this. Hello. Hi. Hallelujah. Amen. I remember one day when I went to investigate what is all night. At that time, Overka crying, the church members were having the all night at the St. Cyprus School Park around the Polytechnic in Kumasi. There's a park there that they met there in a classroom. They meet here on the Sundays, but they were not allowed to use the hall. So they were using the prayer meeting all night way on the park, in the school park. So they said something was there was something called all night. Honestly, I never knew 
it or something like all night. And what kind that could be a course and sipran na prophet kakabedi ni asoroma na chee home all night ni be wonu na record. I remember driving through town through some places that I've seen church people who have met and they are praying in the night and they show me when I see that I said oh look at these demons. And on the occasion what the kind in the mouth who say ni pa be chee na job I didn't believe that there was something like I, I gave them a very negative thought that no man who So I, I, I said this all night business. My wife gets up and goes for all night and comes at dawn. What is going on? No, I said, sorry, no, go all night. You're bad, no, pay. Didn't make us so. So I remember that day. I said, okay, look, let me go and find out and investigate. Well, what is going on. In fact, to my surprise, when I got there, I saw people praying on the park, going. Coming, so I said, what are they doing? And I could hear the language. I said, this is why they're not mad. I didn't know that I was the chief mad person coming around. I said, I said ah, why are they behaving like this? So I got worried and then they went to, I saw that, I was waiting, I was waiting by the car. Waiting, waiting, waiting. And my wife was happy going. I said, yeah. and my wife too has become part of the mad people. I said, no, 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 no. The pastor too is leading them in this madness. Oh. So I just held my peace till they were closing around four. So they went to gather in the classroom. So I went there to the back of the classroom to spy what are they doing inside the classroom so prophet was sharing some short message there to close the uh, all night prophet no kasam poka krabi dia wie djuma die no so as he was sharing it i said okay it's okay now he's speaking the word of god i like this one where me pay but as for that blah blah blah, 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 blah i don't understand So I saw that as he was ministering. I don't know how it happened, but either it was prophet who called me. Sir prophet somebody called me and he said, Oh, why are you standing here? Please come and sit inside. We are closing. I said, hey, it's because of my wife I'm here. I came to investigate But anyway, let me just go there. So I was there. He said, praying for the people. So when he prays for this, this one will fall down. I said, ah, why are the people falling down? But if you stand there too, oh, this is what they are falling down themselves. So he prayed for the next man, the person fell down. He prayed for the person, the next man fell down. I said, what is happening? So I said, no, I will go and test this falling down. I don't believe that they are falling down really. I didn't believe it. So I went to stand in front. I saw the queue there. I went to stand there. And I've opened my eyes and to watch. And he was praying, and this will fall. The other one didn't fall. This one will fall. Then we are to form. I said, "Less. This one is genuine. It didn't fall." Where did where did you cry? So I also be genuine. I want to form. So as soon as he reached me, I just felt a small touch. No, who says I don't. I didn't feel even his hand. One who said inside of the account. I was on the floor. Who answered the form? Ah. I could hear a small voice as if I was far away. And I heard those words clearly. God has called you to be a prophet. So from this day, know that you are a prophet. Then I 
heard that I said me a prophet it was a me when I came to test God so I got out from the floor I said the thing is true the power of God is true. There is something because I was really standing there very strong. A certain power came and I fell down. I've tested it before. Clap for Jesus. That the power of God is real. Hallelujah. Amen. So it didn't end there. Have some few minutes. It didn't end there. So when we were going home, driving my wife, I was still reflecting over what Na, happened. Well, you know, they see, you know. So no, it was a prayer and fasting time. So when we arrived at the home around 4.30, my wife went to the kitchen to go and prepare some small beverage, some thing to let us drink and have before maybe we sleep. Because the fasting time. So I said, no, God, she's busy. So I went to the bedroom and I went to kneel down by my bed. And usually my room is curtains, heavy curtains with the air condition which was closed. We had closed the door so I just entered. I, I forgot that I hadn't opened the window but I knew we were coming to sleep so I'll go to switch on the air condition. So I knelt and said God if this Anointing is true. This tongue that they say is true. How will I receive this tongue? If truly you are God. You know my heart. I want to serve you well. I want the truth. So if there is anything like the Holy Ghost. Anoint me. Fill me with that anointing too. Let me also speak in their tongues. And pray in their tongues. I know I'm a sinner. Forgive me for all the insults. I repent for my sins. Oh God. I won't say anything against the man of God again. I sincerely apologize. As I was praying. These few words. All of a sudden. A strong wind and from a beer, we are blowing the room. Ooh, ah, what is happening? I didn't see So I tried to open my eyes to see if it is going to rain or it's a thunderstorm that is coming that the room is blowing this breeze. And to a in the and soon never told. I tried to open my eyes to check the breeze. I started bubbling in the Holy Ghost tongues. I started praying tongues. That's how I received the gift of praying tongues. I continued praying tongues for the next one and a half hours to two hours. So my wife, according to her, said she heard me praying tongues, shouting. He said, hey, what has happened to my husband? So as she was coming, he saw that I was praying tongues, busy, my eyes was closed, walking in the room, praying, and then running on the floor, praying tongues. She just shut the door and went away and went to enjoy her breakfast. And said, The unbelieving man has believed today. Papa, when you in the you I started praying tongues. So by quarter to seven, everything was fine. The tongues had gone. 
I don't know about yours. But this was how I started So I know the gift of God is real. Genuinely, you can experience something from God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is good. The next one is the divine call of Jeroboam. Through the word of the prophet. A lot of people have been called. The divine call of David through the anointing of the prophet. In First Samuel chapter sixteen, verse eleven, verse thirteen. David did not know himself. But God had prepared him already. Just like you, God has prepared you already. You are some David sitting here. But you don't know yourself. But he took the prophet to walk to him. To go to the house of Jesse. And look for the anointed one that God has anointed in that home. To be king of Israel. By the pouring of the oil on his head. Some anointing are taking place. Wow. Wow. But the way it happened that this man has never been a king before. But when the anointing came upon him, his name sounded in the whole city. When the spirit, the, the spirit of the Lord left Saul, and an evil spirit came to Saul. The, the Bible said that he was tormented and he needed somebody to play the harp. And they said there is a certain man. He's anointed. He had received the oil. It was just after that that he was called to go and play the harp. And when he was playing, evil spirits would go away. Saul will receive a sound mind. The anointing was on David. And I find it very amazing about the character of David. Somebody who wants to kill you. Somebody who wants to destroy you. You just run away and leave him in peace. You have the opportunity to kill him. He never returns. David understood something. When the anointing, God anoints somebody. He has the power to take the person's life, not you to take the person's life. A lot of us sometimes, if it is you, if you don't get the person physically, you use all kinds of curses to try and wipe out the person away from you. Vengeance belongs to God. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. And the next one, quickly, I'll run through. I think my time is up. The divine call of Solomon through a double dream. He had a double dream. And Solomon knew that God has put him, has put him in place of his father. A confirmation. The next one is the divine call of Isaiah through a vision. And the next one is the divine call of Ezekiel through the word of the Lord. 
The divine call of Jeremiah through the word of the Lord. The divine call of Peter and Andrew, James and John by being called to follow. Wow. Matthew 4:18 to 22. And Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brethren Simon and Peter. Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea for they were fishers and he said unto them follow me. When you are anointed you must command people to follow you. And they will follow you. Receive that anointing to call people. In the name of Jesus. Amen. If Jesus Christ be in you. You can also call people to follow you. And they will follow. And receive this anointing in Jesus name. Wow. The divine calling of Timothy. Through his family upgrading. Upbringing. And the hand of Paul. Timothy was the next. We thank God for his work and his teaching today in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. God bless you till another time. We'll share with you again. Amen. Amen. Thank you for the opportunity. Put your hands together. Oh, that was a fantastic message. You may be seated. You want to ask your neighbor, are you called? Which one of these is your calling? If you are here, dear, I'm sure you are called. Wow. Wow. Bishop Nasib, thank you so very much. I, I told you that his life is not normal. It's, it's very unusual. Let's have one ministration. Just welcome somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm finding myself at the Lord's for words. And the funny thing is. It's okay, the last thing I need is to be here, but to hear what you would say, word of God speak, would you pour down like rain? Washing my eyes to see your majesty to be still and know that you're in this place. Oh, let me stay and rest 
in your holiness, word of God speak. I'm finding myself at the loss for words beyond the music. Beyond the noise, all that I need is to be with you and in the quiet to hear your voice, word of God speak. Would you fall down like rain, washing my eyes to see? Your majesty to be still and know that you're in this place. Oh, let me stay and rest in your holiness. Word of God, speak. Would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see? Your majesty to be still and know that you're in the place. Oh, let me stay and rest in your holiness. Where the first be, would you pour down like rain, washing my eyes to see your majesty. To be still and know that you're in the place. Oh, let me stay and rest in your holiness. I'm finding myself at the Lord's words and the funny thing. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Rosemary. Let us share a word of prayer. Father, thank you so very, very much for these days where you speak to us. Thank you that everything that happens, you saw it before the beginning of time and you organized our steps and brought us to this place. Thank you that you are working out your purpose in the midst of this house. Let your will be 